This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 17th of June, the Day for Life. I recall several years ago a recent convert telling me that when they announced to a friend that they were going to be received into the church, the friend retorted, you do realise that you're joining the church of the IRA, the Mafia, Al Capone, Hitler, Mussolini, Franco, Galtieri and Papa Doc. And they responded, well, at least the coffee mornings are going to be interesting. Jesus said that the birds of the air would lodge in the branches of his kingdom. And amongst the birds of the air, there are vultures and the cuckoos, as well as the swans and peacocks. The church is nothing less than the body of Christ. And if she meets with publicans and sinners, then she's only doing what our Lord himself did. The church has never been happier than when it's consorting with the good and the bad. And she gives a place to those who will often find exclusion from lesser bodies. Our Lord also says that the building of his kingdom is very slow and almost unseen, like the growth of trees and shrubs. And there's no difference in the size of most seeds when they are planted in the ground but some grow into flowers and shrubs, others into great trees. Everything that is great in the history of the church has had a small, humble beginning. Think of the great saints who made a difference, Benedict and Francis and Mother Teresa. They all began their movements from a tiny voice of God calling them to make a difference. Small seeds which grew into great undertakings for God. And human life, human life itself begins in this way. We all began life in this way. The tiny seed-like person conceived in the womb of our mothers, developing into the fully grown human life that comes into light at birth. One of the great legacies of Pope St John Paul was his contribution to the church's teaching about life. He wrote a monumental letter in 1995 to the church and to all people of goodwill entitled the gospel of life evangelium vitae in it he writes about present-day threats to human life about life as a gift life is responsibility and life as a task to be promoted and he asked that a day be designated each year for life to pray for the dignity of human life and to promote what we as Catholics believe about the sacredness of life from natural birth to natural death. Everything St John Paul said, especially in the Gospel of Life, is prophetic. So it shouldn't have been a surprise to us when our Western neighbours last month became the first nation to use the popular vote to strip the unborn of their right to life. Anyone who doubted that we live in an age of democratic idolatry, need only observe how readily we accept the death of the innocent when it's sanctioned by the appropriate electoral procedure. Pope John Paul wrote, democracy cannot be idolized to a point of making it a substitute for morality or a panacea for immorality. The moral value of law depends not on consensus, but on conformity to God's law. Or put simply, just because something is legal doesn't make it moral.
St John Paul alerted Catholics against complacency when he said the right to life is questioned or denied on the basis of a parliamentary vote or the will of one part of the people, even if it is the majority. Simply stated, as Catholics, we believe that all human life, in whatever condition, the child in the womb, the handicapped, the sick and suffering, the old and the frail, all life is sacred, a gift from God, and a gift that is given and taken back when God himself decides. At the same time, the Church as our mother reaches out to all those who experience the many forms of oppression and coercion that exist in society today, be they vulnerable mothers in pregnancy, parents with handicapped children, those who live with mental health problems, the elderly and those who are terminally ill. Following the recent referendum in Ireland, Cardinal Nichols wrote to the Irish bishops, Our commitment to mothers and their unborn children remains unchanged. We must do all we can to ensure that the, the deliberate taking of an unborn human life is not an option that anyone would choose. The denial of life to another human being, a brother or sister, is a wrong that harms our fragile humanity. We work and pray for the day when this truth is widely accepted and laws permitting abortion are seen for what they are. Mother Church doesn't just tell us, do this, do that, but she exists as a haven for all of us who experience the harshness of life and the tough decisions that we're often faced with. That is why she constantly echoes those words of the book of Deuteronomy. This day I call upon the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your descendants may live. On World Youth Day in 1993 in Denver, Pope John Paul described the ultimate spiritual meaning of the war on the weak in terms drawn from the book of Revelation. On the one side stands a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, a crown of twelve stars. And on the other stands a dragon who seeks to destroy the child, the symbol of new life. John Paul invited us to recognise that throughout history, life is always at the centre of a great struggle. But in the mutual relationship between the motherhood of Mary and her own mother to, motherhood towards all men and women, the Church finds a source of great hope. Mary is the living word of consolation on history's difficult journey. To her, with filial confidence, we continue to entrust the cause of life. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And since without you, mortal frailty can do nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands, we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.